There's something about the words you say I hear them when you're not around And there's something about that look in your eyes And your voice is sound Well, if you leave this town Pretend that that's a problem We can live without Oh, we can live without And then you tell me Some days are like with me the following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Hey, Blue. We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We are more than just balls and strikes and outs and safes. Listen for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. All right, welcome to the Hey Blue Umpire Podcast for umpires by an umpire. Today's show is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com and get 20% off the best in men's skin care by using uh, yeah, at Caldera Labs. Uh, we're out in the field all summer long, people, so we got to take care of that skin. Keeps the wrinkles and the fine lines away so you can keep looking great and have that youthful exuberance in your mug all season long. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up uh, Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all kinds of great uh, podcasts, including the 1420 Sports Bar podcast and uh, great articles all over uh, at BellyUpSports.com. Make sure you support all those other shows that we're a part of. Uh, anyways, uh, a little veteran tip for out there for all these to do a little bit of traveling over the uh, the summer and they have tournaments all over all over North America. Here it goes uh, now and then uh, as as we uh, get into the the summer months. Uh, don't be afraid to mix in a vegetable now and then and a glass of water or a Gatorade in between all those great hamburgers and hot dogs and smokies that the concession booths do prepare for us and usually free of charge and everything else. I mean, someone pays for them and they're always really good. But uh, between the uh, the hot dogs and hamburgers and lack of vegetables and then eating uh, eating uh, gas station food now and then and enjoying adult beverages at night, uh, sometimes the old guts on a uh, on a Monday morning after a weekend long tournament might be a little bit rumbly. So here that's a a veteran tip for everybody out there doing some traveling this baseball season as we get into the summer months. Like I said, anyways. Uh, Stuff comes up during a baseball season, and it, it's it's everywhere. It's not just baseball, but it's in hockey, and it's in all sports and everything else, and not just with, with players where they run out of games and they get told their, their service are no longer required at this event. It happens with umpires as well, and sometimes being put to pasture or, or never getting let out of the stable, it happens to everybody, and there's a lot of times that you, you don't see it coming, and it, it sneaks up on you a little bit fa- faster than you want, but no matter what, father time uh, wins every single time, no matter what stage you are in your life, and it doesn't happen have to be in an age where a lot of umpires like a lot of guys they work until they're 60 70 years old and still do a great job and they're out there mentoring and, and putting in their all and everything else yeah they may not be able to get a position that they they could uh, they would normally their their feet would get them to but they're they're able to get their angles correct they're able to do things that that younger guys aren't doing properly yet even though they're a little more mobile out in the field so it's not an age situation a lot of times most times that a guy uh, might age out and everything else a lot of times it's just a guy this it, it does, does 
just doesn't have it anymore for whatever reason. And it, it, it can happen. Like I said, it can happen with age, but with younger guys in twenties and thirties and forties, sometimes they have a, there's a multitude of reasons that they don't have um, the same, they're not doing as well on the field as they were uh, maybe the year before, two years before, five years before, or whatever it might be. There might be just uh, a lack of interest, life changes at home. Uh, maybe they got a, new, a newborn at home, maybe they a, a change in their actual job. And a lot of things can happen to a, to a human being throughout their, uh, their baseball life. And remember, most of us are amateur umpires who do this just for a little extra income, uh, some to, to stay in the game of baseball and to get out there. But sometimes the game just passes you by without you ever uh, noticing it. It doesn't mean you have to get out of the game completely, but uh, there, there's sometimes it just, you, you come to that realization that uh, certain levels might sneak up on you a little bit more and there maybe it's a, it's a time to take a step back and do some levels that maybe you, you think you're above uh, and that you shouldn't be doing anymore. And on the flip side, there's younger uh, umpires uh, who uh, like recruiters like myself or assigners or people that might might think think you were ready for a certain level and you actually weren't because maybe we 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 we, we tend to push guys and I'm not generalizing this for anybody who listens to the show. This is just a, a topic I came up with on the, the ride home from Montana yesterday. But it's just one of those things that uh, you, you come to that realization. Sometimes we push guys a little too quick, and sometimes we push guys out a little too quick, hoping that the younger guys are going to take over some guys who might have lost that step. But that's not always a, so, so much the case. Sometimes guys just weren't ready and uh, they need a little more seasoning, a little more work to, to get to that next level and doing games that maybe to uh, to slow things down a little bit might be a, a good way of getting to that point where they, they are what that recruiter, what that assigner, what that association thought they might have been. Um, both both scenarios that I, I just described, whether it be the guy who slowed down a little bit and the guy who, who we push a little bit too quick, it might make them uh, want to quit umpiring baseball and that's not what we want at all it's not as as an association you don't want guys quitting and as an umpire you don't want guys quitting you want more people to be involved in the game long term whether it be a as a mentor as an assigner as a guy who's just hanging around the field and uh, and giving advice to people that's what we really want but the reality is it in in uh in minor sports and in youth sports where you you got to say it's the parents that are paying a lot of the money well all the money so they have for their son or daughter to play to play at a certain level of baseball and they expect a certain level of officiating. Uh, it might not be right, but that's just the way things are. And I, I, I get it. They have an investment in their child. They uh, they pay a little bit more for either Aiden or Jaden or Jill or Becky or whoever it might be to advance in their careers or to get to the major leagues like they think, even though they're not. These parents have a right because they're investing a pretty good money and they do pay the, at the end of the day, they they pretty much pay the umpire's wages. And so they they have a, a, an, an interest and in investment believing they have the right to better officiating and they have a right to to, uh, to have a bit of a say a little bit as to who, who's out on the field with their teams with their kids teams and then the coaches are, are are the sounding board for for these parents so they actually have a bit of a say whether it be the coaches or the management system or whatever might, might be happening in these baseball associations and the various different baseball groups which there's thousands of them now the travel teams whatever it might be at the end of the day these parents are the ones who are footing the bill for everything so they do have a bit of a say on what goes on there I, I'm not saying they have a, a right to go out there and abuse officials at all because nobody has the right to do that, but they do have a right to better officiating on a day-in, day-out basis because every kid deserves the right to have a uh, 
an at-bat. Every kid deserves a right to have that pitch called a strike or a ball or whatever it might be. And every kid has the right to better officiating because uh, that's just how the game of baseball is supposed to work. Uh, there, there's certain things that do come up in a baseball game that might change that, but we'll get to that in half a second in, in the way it is. And the, the way to get better officiating, like we were just talking about, is you usually have to pay a little bit more for, uh, for getting better officials out on the field. And a lot of times umpires need to invest in themselves. One, there might be a way to invest in yourselves the time it takes to become better, read up on the rule books, read up on positioning, uh, watching videos, going to clinics on, on your time, having things going on um, and ever everything else that might go on and listen to stupid podcasts like the Hey Blue podcast here on the, the Belly Up Sports Network, sponsored by Caldera Labs, a little cheap plug there once again. But it's one of those things that uh, umpires can't just uh, assume that they're going to year in, year out, get those assignments and have everything just fall in, into their lap as they, they may have in the past. There, there is, there is a, a time investment that you need to have as an umpire, whether it be in the off season, during the regular season, uh, at, at night when you don't have a game, there is certain things you need to do that are expected of you that you probably will not get paid for, and it's just it's just that's just the way life is. Uh, another thing you could possibly do, there might be a financial investment that you might put in yourself, where you're going to a, a weekend clinic, a week long clinic, a month long pro school, that not hoping to get to a pro job, but something that's more advanced to get yourself into a situation where you. Um, where you're going to get those assignments that you think you're wrong, that you, that you, that you're not getting anymore for whatever might be the, the, uh, the reason um, there's, there's a, a lot of stuff that can happen during during the season where uh, you need to utilize the resources around you to make sure that you're getting giving yourself that opportunity to get those assignments that you think you should be getting. Uh, whether it happened in the offseason or whether it happened during the season, you might get cut, you might get released, you might get told your service aren't required to do those games anymore because you just don't got it because you're not keeping up with the games and you, you don't do some, some things properly throughout the season. Sometimes you fall a little bit behind. Sometimes you do too many games and you, you might fall behind so you see a little bit of a break and, that, and that's something that can happen but a lot of times the, the, the game just ends up passing you by father time never loses never ever loses it's one of those things i'm not saying like i said earlier on that the the, the 70 year old guy the 60 year old guy can't be better than the 20 year old guy but sometimes the game just does pass people by and it, you, you get put out to pasture and it, it's it's just one of those things i hope someone puts me to pasture so i'm getting a little bit tired but anyways there's uh there's ways you can improve yourself and there's ways you can do things and there's ways you can engage yourself in the game of baseball uh, and, and stay at, at a higher level. You can go to games because nine times out of ten you want to go to a baseball game wherever you are, whether you're in Lethbridge, Haver, Great Falls, or uh, it's Wichita State or wherever you might be, there's always a way to go to a baseball game. There's always an umpire to kicking around who don't mind talking baseball. And if I know one thing about umpiring, umpires like talk umpire when they get to get together. The, uh, the, the the worst thing you could ever do is put two umpires in a room because you won't hear anything else but but umpiring. But to, to learn things and, and to get better at what you're doing and, and get, getting a different point of view on things to ha- to as an umpire, whether you're aging, because there are different things that are going on that people might not know, but being around the game a little bit, I know it's tough when, when you're at, at the field five nights a week, but when you go to a field, there's always somebody to talk to and always someone to engage with about umpiring. And it, it helps a lot. We might be able to talk to a guy and uh, and get get a, a different view of what they you might have been doing right, what you might have been doing wrong, and get help. And there is constructive criticism out there on a nightly basis, no matter what. And then you can see something. You can just ask, okay, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Sometimes there can be a little bit too much right, too much wrong. I think I talked about that. I was going to talk about on one of these Hey Blue podcasts that a 
lot of times you have a situation where there can be a little bit too much mentoring and a little bit of brain overload because not all of us are always right. Sometimes we can talk a little too much, but if I haven't talked about it, we can talk about that a little bit more later on. Um, it's just crazy that you, you go out there and uh, to think that just because you've been doing it for 30, 40 years, that you think that things haven't changed, think, thinking you don't have to go to a clinic to try to improve yourself and you don't have to keep reading up on things and refreshing your memory because like up here in Canada, there's, there's a, a good part of the year where we don't uh, we don't umpire baseball. And so you have to brush up on things on, on your own. Like down in the States, there's some place who, who games all year long. And so they get to stay refreshed and keep going on the field on a daily basis, no matter what level it might be but around here we don't get that opportunity so to not go out to, and improve yourself and to help yourself out to get better um, is a mystery to me and why you'd want to go onto the field and uh, I don't want to say fail but do a, a job that's not adequate I don't understand why you'd want to do that and not give yourself every opportunity to get yourself better because there are opportunities like I, I said before that there uh, that you do have chances to, to improve yourself in the off season and during the regular season and a lot of guys don't take advantage of it and they just automatically think that they're going to keep getting the assignments that they that they were were grandfathered into or have just been getting because they're the only guy in the area or they, they've been getting this job for this 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 uh this assignment for so long and everything else but a lot of times like i said the the parents and the coaches have have uh, have conversations with umpire associations saying that you know what we were paying good money and, and we need to find a way to make sure our kids are getting the best opportunity to have games that are unbiased that are that are being being officiated by, by the guys who are available and that there is the training available and, and there is and some of the money that we're taking that we get paid as an association it's going back into um, training of umpires and education for umpires so that's one of the things that we're trying to do here and I'm sure uh, like I, I've talked with other um, umpire association leads and presidents and and uh, vice presidents and whoever else and that's something that everyone's trying to do is get guys better and trying to um, to make sure that we're putting these guys in a situation that they're that they're going to make sure that they that they succeed. Uh, will this be a hundred percent foolproof? No, they won't. Will there be blown calls? Yes. Uh, will there be parents and coaches still yelling? Yes. No, that that's going to happen no matter what. And I still think it's actually better than it was. Um, yes, there's more there's more media nowadays. It's just that's how it is than there was thirty years ago. But I still think that there's a lot more uh, yelling way back then than than there is now. Like I was in a, a tournament down in Montana this weekend and. And in general, it was just a little bit of griping here, here and there about a call, but nothing violent, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing crazy. It was no, hey, you, hey, you, hey, you. There was nothing derogatory coming from the stands or from, from the field. It was like, hey, you might have missed that one. You might want to check recheck that one, but it was nothing crazy derogatory. So I think that that's kind of gone away. But anyways, it is the obligation of an umpire association to go out there and uh, and give the teams the proper and adequate officials that, that they have requested. It, it's It's the... It's, it's the it's the it's the um it is our it is our our right and responsibility to go out there and give these kids the chance to to to, to succeed in the field. It is our our right and and it is our responsibility as umpires to make sure that we are setting the, the kids up with a chance to succeed and not and not be uh, have a situation where guys aren't very good. Um, there are discussions. Uh, 
between associations and 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 uh, and umpire associations that said that can be a little bit tough like there's these conversations that can be a little bit like yeah this guy's been around a long time but maybe it's time to say you know what maybe not do this anymore because it's there's some bias calls they're getting a little too close uh they're becoming too friendly with with coaches becoming too too friendly with players and they seem to be getting calls now and then and nobody wants to see that especially when an opposing team comes in because other coaches who are competitive like the home team doesn't just doesn't want to win because a, an umpire is going to keep giving them the call because they're buddies and they have drinks on a on a, on a Tuesday night down at a local watering hole with uh, the parents or anything else. So there are there are some tough conversations that do come up with the uh, with umpires and with umpire associations and baseball associations. Say so maybe it's time to uh, mix things up a little bit because it, it does arise. I'm not saying that coach should dictate who's umpiring. I'm not saying that at all. And, and I hope that coaches aren't doing that. And I, I hope that they're that they are. Um, what I'm saying is I hope that games are getting filled in by associations throughout throughout uh, North America by guys who are competent to do those games. I hope that, um, that umpires are putting putting their, their their fellow umpires into situations where they're going to um, to be doing well. And I, I hope that certainly you have situations that essentially that the parents are, are essentially paying for everything. I hope that parents are, are they're, they're not bribing umpires, I guess. So little Johnny, Jaden, Becky or Sally are getting calls that they, that they don't want I don't think parents want their kids in general to succeed like that and I, I don't think it's 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 right for that to happen I'm, I'm fairly certain it does there's just situations that, that we're seeing around our area and other areas we've talked talk to people down in Montana where they you know some, some guys just couldn't do it anymore they couldn't keep up and they, they just didn't uh, want to improve themselves and because they just you know it just becomes a lot and because the the, the way the money is spent nowadays and with parents investing as much as they are it is it's our obligation as as umpires to make sure we're putting ourselves out there to help out and make sure kids are getting getting the, the proper officiating in a game. And I think that's what it comes down to uh, because there is so much money being tossed about with academies, travel teams, everything else. I think that umpires have to step up and umpires associations have to step up and give their give umpires the proper training, the proper knowledge, the proper tools to go out there and and succeed, and not put guys in games where they're going to they are going to get yelled at because it, it will happen. Because once again, I've said it before on this podcast, I've said it at, at our clinics all the time that we're the only ones getting paid. Yes, coaches are, are making a few bucks here and there, but in general, we're the only ones that are getting paid on an hourly basis for our services, whether it be fifty bucks or twenty bucks or whatever it might be. You're you're the one who's leaving with some some money at the end of the day, the end of the season, the end of the week, whenever it is you guys get paid so it's very important that we are showing the parents and we're showing these coaches that we are we are there for a reason and we're trying to make sure that we're setting their kids up to succeed and it's not our fault that if, if little if little billy strikes strikes out that maybe it's little billy's fault it's not the umpire's fault right and and the, a, a call gets missed i'm not saying calls won't get missed i'm not saying that it won't happen but if we can get guys in there in in the position who want first one that they want to improve two that they want to be better and three that they actually care about the game and not their own ego that just because they've always been been doing these games or been doing that game or do it been doing this this level sometimes things just change and and you have to uh, take a step back a little bit and there's no shame in taking a step back there's no shame in doing a level below what you think you should be doing or have done in the past uh most time in life you, you're the last to know uh, that you're 
that you that you slow down a little bit and you shouldn't be doing a certain level of things anymore. Nobody really tells you anything. Uh, new shortcomings may not. Uh, you don't you don't don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit that your your eyes eyesight's gone down a little bit. You don't want to admit that you're you, you're slow. And and like I said with with younger guys, they don't want to admit that they that they can't do it right because they've been around a lot of these kids who do come into umpiring. They've been around the game for a long time, but they don't know what it takes to be an umpire and different situations you got to get in because a lot of times you see a guy who came out of college or out of high school baseball they they just automatically think that they know what they're doing and sometimes they don't listen very well because they, they they just think they have that youthful exuberance where they they know what to do because they've been playing baseball for so long they've been watching it for for x amount of years and they were just in the field with an umpire a week ago so there, there's times that it uh it does become a situation where a, a lot of things can happen and guys just don't, don't have don't have what it has anymore whether it be young or old and it, it's 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 a tough realization that they they have to come to um have to come to realize like i said earlier i hope someone tells me that soon so i can i can take a little step back i enjoy it i'm, I'm just kidding around i enjoy the hell out of it on a daily basis and there, there's levels that i probably shouldn't be doing at times uh lower levels higher levels there's, there's days you have bad days no matter what but you go out there and you do you do what you can do but you try to set yourself up to succeed and like there's things that i know i can't do and there's things i know i'm not good at and 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 and, and that's just how it is yeah i'm trying to improve myself by reading up on manuals and, and this and that and there are some times where you, you get you get things wrong and I there's a lot of guys who don't who don't care so much and I I don't want to I shouldn't say yeah, I'll say they don't care there's a lot of guys who don't care uh, how good of a job they're doing they, they just want to make sure they're out there a little bit and they're out there with the the guys and everything else and out there with teams they've done and seeing parents and everything else but like I said there's there there's ways about doing that you become a mentor full-time you can be at the field full-time you can you can help you can be a scorekeeper there's all kinds of different things you can do on the baseball field to still be around the game and like I said earlier like why you would want to go out there and embarrass yourself and, and not be in position and get calls wrong more than you get right. I, I don't know why I'd want to do that. One, if you're like, it's just, I don't understand why you would subject yourself to that because nobody wants to do a bad job, I would hope. Uh, I, I I don't think many people set out to do a bad job, but there are people who don't care. They just like to be a part of the game a little bit and get a paycheck and a hamburger or a hot dog, and that's all they care about. And they're more, more worried about their mileage than they are about what's happening on the field. And it's sad to say that there are still guys like that. Um, when, and when you get told, guys, if, if something's not going your way, it might be just temporary. They, they're saying you need to take a step back. You need to take a, maybe the rest of the year off. Maybe you need to just go and work some lower-level games, go and watch some games, and, and, and maybe just take take a couple of weeks off before you get back on it because maybe there's been a, a, a consistency or inconsistency, a consistent inconsistency of, of what you've been doing wrong and maybe taking a step back and not, not being on the field because sometimes you can get a little bit of overload and not get things right. And you keep getting things wrong, and that's the uh, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and continue to do it, that's the uh, that's the uh, definition of insanity. And remember that 99.9% of the time, it's not personal between between umpires and assigners. It's really not, or associations and and and, and umpires. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's it's not personal. It's not a thing. They just they just have their their marching orders of who we can who we can help, and hopefully umpires who are because most assigners are umpires as well, and hopefully they, they stick together. As you know, we're, we're the only teammates we have when when we're when we're doing these uh, these these seasons season long because they can become pretty long. And just remember that we're all we're all pretty much in the same team. So if you're giving a step back and not getting the games or assignments or tournaments that you think you should get, just think that uh, it, it's not. Just make sure you guys know it's not personal. Uh, there's zero point zero one percent or whatever number I was going to throw out there that it does get personal but don't make it personal on your end if you think you were done wrong because um, that can only make things a little bit worse for you and for your association
communication and the way social media can work nowadays and the, with the way uh, you can send a text message at whatever time you want to whoever you want it, it doesn't make things better there's uh, a lot of times the old filter isn't really working very good between the hours of 9 p.m and 9 a.m because you might have had a, a few beverages in you and you think you should send a message here and there and it's never the right time to do that um if you feel you've been wrong, I think that the only thing you can possibly do is you work a little harder, go to clinics, talk to people, uh, read the rule book more, a little more often, read the manuals a little bit more often, watch there's lots of YouTube videos, there's podcasts, there's all kinds of different things that can help you out to get you back on the road to redemption and uh, and get out there and may, maybe it's time to maybe change associations and, and see how other guys work a little bit and see what they're doing right because sometimes you can become, you get uh, so used to working with guys, you might not be doing things properly because they, they pick up on your show shortcomings and and your partners might might uh, might be backing you up a little more than they should and you might be doing the same for them so you might be doing things wrong all around the way right so there's always ways to, to make yourself better as an official uh if you like i said if you feel you, you you've been wrong talk to somebody but to make sure when you're talking to somebody don't uh don't throw anybody under the bus because you don't know what happened and nobody likes to hear a person complaining about the same thing over and over again remember when you were uh, your first divorce your first breakup or whatever it might have been when you were a, a young person the age of uh, 15 or 16 when your girlfriend left you you belly ache to your buddies and they tell you to shut up and then when you got through your first divorce i've never had one but like people do that they talk about their ex-wife or their ex-husband ad non-stop and nobody wants to hear that and you, you get to a point where all you do is complaining so that, that'll push you away too and so the thing is is make sure that when you're when you're talking to people in different associations, different umpires, don't badmouth the other officials. Don't, it doesn't do you any good because then they're they're going to get a sniff of who you might be. You might not be that person. You might feel a, a, a little bit uh, a little bit set back, a little bit besmirched because it's just uh, human human beings do have feelings and, and umpires do have feelings. And so you, you have to make sure you're not badmouthing the association you just came from because that won't do you any good at all when you're moving on to different levels. Because like the internet can work uh, in in different ways. So if you once you uh, you throw a dart out at somebody online there's 50 or 60 you'll come back at you trust me i'm a podcaster i know this stuff how it all works so just make sure you're you're doing it properly and, and making it right because remember as well when you're uh there's three sides to every story why you're not why you haven't gotten certain games and certain and you've been let go of certain associations or you've been let go from certain leagues or you're not asked to do certain games anymore you're not getting the assignments that you thought you were you, you're entitled to one you're not entitled to anything in this life and uh, two there's three sides to every story right your side their side the truth so make sure you have everything uh you, you had some discussions that why you're not get, getting certain games and why you're not having certain things anymore and why you were told one thing and then another thing might happen uh, make sure you're not getting third-party information because hopefully as we're all in the ball field as grown-ups hopefully after the game you can be a grown-up as well and you can talk to people and not send messages and things through your phone and hide behind your phone or whatever it may be and like i said earlier i'm not pointing my finger at anybody i'm not doing anything i just you hear stories and you hear about umpires and you just hear things that uh, that can happen whether it be young or old everybody has the the strongest fingers in the world and their thumbs are working overtime when they think they're a little bit wrong so make sure you're not doing that and the biggest thing is that when you're an umpire is go out there and work a little harder go out there and learn a little bit more go out there and listen to people go out and talk to people go out and watch videos youtube whatever it may be and get yourself better because if you get better you, you won't be denied certain assignments if you're if you're good uh you'll have a chance to umpire there, there's no getting around that because there is uh i don't think there's a shortage of umpires i think there's just too many teams so that's and too many different games that are popping up all over, over the all over the place like a but dave the uh, the, uh, the co-host of 1420 podcast his buddies just created a team to play this summer 
because they found a league to play in, la da 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 So once again, you need more umpires. So no matter what, make sure you can get out there if you're an umpire and, and do better and work, work harder getting better yourself because it's very important to uh, to to give the kids an opportunity to make sure they're, they're getting the proper the proper officiating out there. Because like, like once again, parents parents are entitled to, because they're the ones paying the money, parents are very entitled to, uh, not entitled, they're very, uh, we're obligated to give them the best op- the best chance we can give them and if it means certain guys aren't getting certain jobs anymore or certain guys are getting more jobs and, and more uh, more assignments than others, it's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, and, and why guys would want to, like I said, on, on the flip side, why guys who don't do a good job would want to go out there and embarrass themselves and get yelled at on a daily basis, I'll never understand it. So make sure if you are umpiring to brush up on, on things on, on a daily basis because you never know what might pop up. Because I, I saw some, some some stuff this weekend that uh, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't all, all normal, wasn't WCBL or college baseball so it's one of those things where you got to go out there and do games and try to get get yourself better and you'll you will see things that are a little bit different work hard you'll get the games uh, we like hearing all those kinds of stories we like hearing all kinds of things don't complain about things when you when you don't have the chance and anyways uh there's my little rant for the day for uh, the Hey Blue podcast here on this Monday, the 19th day of June. Uh, we're all out there to help each other, make sure we are giving each other the chance to help each other. Uh, let's hear from our friends at Caldera Lab to make sure you uh, you look great this summer, fellow umpires. It's very important because you just don't know when that old age is going to sneak up on you a little bit because, uh, man, oh, man, we're out in the sunshine a lot. And uh, our friends at Caldera Lab are here to help. Summer is right around the corner, and as the sun shines brighter, your skin deserves the utmost attention. Fortunately, our friends at Caldera Lab are here to ensure your skin is well prepared for the season ahead. Ever since I incorporated Caldera Lab into my routine, taking care of my skin has never been simpler. Their products are clinically proven and help visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Gain confidence and an impeccable first impression this summer. Don't miss out on joining the skincare revolution trusted by countless men. Use code 1420lab at calderalab.com slash 1420lab to enjoy an exclusive 20% off their finest products. Caldera Lab creates uh, high-performance men's skincare products and the regimen. Leads off their product lineup a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin inside the bundle. You get the clean slate, the base layer, and the good Caldera Lab is made with top-tier ingredients as addition to your great daily routine. So make sure you go avoid being the butt of everyone's jokes and take the leap to skin royalty with Caldera Lab. Get 20% off with code 1420lab at calderalab.com and elevate your skincare game this summer with Caldera Lab today. Yeah, it helps me. Like, I don't know for those who, who don't know me, but uh, Deanne, she, she raves about my skin. I'm looking years younger already. So it, it has helped me a lot. Good, clean living and everything else. So the, but Caldera Lab has definitely been a, uh, a welcome uh, addition to my skincare. I never did anything before. I never put anything, uh, just the old spice uh, hair, two-in-one hair products, what I used to wash my face too. But now that I use this Caldera Lab uh, stuff that they they uh, they promote us to to, uh, to push everything else, it uh, really helped us help my skincare product a lot. So it's a very, very important. Anyways, uh, over the weekend, I was down in the great state of Montana. I'm playing some uh, U15 games. A little different than I'm used to, but I was out there, down there having a good time, uh, meeting some different people and networking and everything else. And one of the great things about umpiring, uh, it was a lot of fun to get down there. Uh, it was a little different town than, than I thought it was going to be, but uh, it was a lot of fun nonetheless. But um, 
and always willing to help out where, where I can. Uh, but after the last game, we got discussing as umpires. There was there was four of us in the room there. We were talking about box and game management and stuff that you talk about. As like I said earlier on, umpires are always willing to talk umpire no matter what it is. And so there was some discussions to be had about box and like I said, game management because games can get a little bit long at that age, and you get into the weekend a little bit long more. Uh, there's not a lot of pitching left. A lot of kids are, are tired and sore. They don't really want to be there anymore, and they forget the rules of baseball. And it's our job to uh, to uh, enforce rules, but at what point do you do you not enforce rules? Do you, but but you just uh, make sure the game still flows through, and they get their five innings in, their seven innings in, or or get the two hour time limit, or whatever it might be. And for people listening to to the for the, the uh, Hey Blue podcast, I think you guys know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. But it's uh, like with boxing, yeah, like when did when to call them? Uh, can the score dictate when a box called? Uh, how to approach them? What do you do? Do you give a warning? Do you say, okay, you don't turn your shoulders. Make sure you get a stop. Make sure you do that. And for those who don't, don't at me and don't get mad at me, I'm asking a serious question here. I, I want you to get back in the, in the in the comments section later on when this gets up there on Facebook and uh, and and uh, what's the other one? Twitter. Uh, I want you guys to respond like how you guys approach box in some of this this younger baseball. I know at the higher levels you call it no matter what. If this a box is a box is a box, and it's one of those things but uh i know it's not our job to coach and that that's the one thing that i was talking about with a guy this weekend it's not our job to coach players but sometimes we see things that maybe a coach wouldn't and then sometimes we we get out there that where uh, uh you might see a buck and not call a buck the next umpire might be a buck crazy guy and they get in, get into a buck fest and that's not something that anybody wants to see especially late in a in a in a, in a tournament of that's didn't matter a whole bunch because more of a jamboree than a tournament the wins and losses they, they recorded them and the kids knew who won but there was in the championship game per se uh it's uh do, do, you, do you give a warning then give a call do you say hey can we get a little bit of a, more of a stop like i want to know how you guys approach it it's tricky because uh it's something that you might have called that you might not have called a week and a half ago you might call this time around because the game might mean a little bit more and so so then you get in a situation where where little little billy he uh didn't know he was balking and now it's the championship game to go on to the next level or to win a tournament or what it might be and you have a guy on third and all of a sudden you're calling that balk and all of a sudden the kid scores and little billy goes well i've been doing the same thing for for three months and we you, you've never called it but why is it a balk today and then you 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 probably shouldn't say well um i you know, it was a balk, and I was just trying to game management. So it's one of those things that you, you're at this point of the season because we're getting closer to this district tournaments, American Legion, and state tournaments, and everything else. Everything else, and there's there's leagues that are, that are that are wrapping up right now, high school leagues and everything else that that are, that are going. So is is the right answer to call the rule book to, to call the rule book 100 of the time? That's probably the right answer. But having a game that lasts four and a half hours probably isn't fun for anybody. And if you're having a balk fest nonstop, uh, do you call every one? You always call an out or no, but you don't always call a strike a strike. So it's one of those things, or a ball a ball, you know what I'm, I'm getting at here. So at what point is the rule book, the, the gospel at the lower levels of baseball? And I want to hear what you guys what you guys think, uh, What's what, when, when when you call box, when, when you call certain things, how you guys manage a game, and what you what you guys do. I know what I do, but I want to hear from, from our listeners of the, the Hey Blue podcast, what you guys do on a daily basis, and when you're out there umpiring games, and how you manage games, and how you manage box, and how you manage situations where the kids Maybe, maybe you're like I said, a little worn out, and they're, they're not as good as as they were on Friday when the tournament started. And how you manage that that game that game time because there can be situations where games can get a little bit, bit long, and a little bit boring, and it's a walk fest and a box fest. And I just want to know what you guys do to possibly uh, 
to, to, to do to, to alleviate that and put a little pressure off yourself and do you like, is it the, the time of the season? Now you, you go to up, up to a coach at the home plate meeting or even prior to the home plate meeting before a game gets going, or, or is there an email that gets sent out or whatever it might be? Do you do something where you can say, okay, guys, you've had enough time to coach these guys. You're now into your, your one month into your Legion season or whatever it might be your travel ball season or whatever it might be. You guys had enough time to, to do some coaching. These kids sh- should be good enough now where they're they, they, they should know what a Bach is. And you guys as great coaches, as you are you got to butter them up a little bit right rub them on the undercarriage a little bit give them the under, angry beetle but you got to wonder if, if, if that's how you approach doing it and say okay guys it's time to that we're going to clamp down on this thing because three weeks from now you're going to want that bot call that that that, that you were we're giving up to so it's, it's one of those things it's going to be interesting to see what people get back to me on that make sure you guys do at 1420 sports gmail.com or just reply in the comment section on the uh, the facebook page i put put this up on four or five different facebook pages so make sure you guys respond there let me know how you manage games. Let me know how you manage box throughout the season uh, at, the, at more, more the lower levels that you, the U16, U15 and all that. I want to know what, what's going on, what you guys do, because it's, it's interesting to see what the different responses and how people manage games. So I think it's, everybody will have a different response to it. Is, is the rule book, the rule book all year long is the rule book, the rule book most of the time. Like, how do you, how do you manage calls? How do you manage that? How do you manage strike zones and everything else? Because like, I know some games can get a little bit long and you do have coaches on both sides of a, of a, of a blowout that they open it up a little bit. Let's get out of here. Uh, and the players and the parents will probably agree with you on those kind of things, right? So I just want to hear what people have to say about that and uh, make sure that they're, uh, I just want to hear how you guys manage uh, manage the box and, and strike zones and everything else when the games get a little bit long in the tooth. Anyways, that's the Hey Blue podcast for today, this 19th day of June. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys go to, uh, we have a, a merchandise page. I'll have it in the show's notes. It'll be up in there. Get get some Hey Blue merchandise to help support the show. Uh, spot our sponsor Caldera Labs. Uh, get you that, get that skin looking impeccable as always. And uh, keep that youthful exuberance on your face on the field all year long at Caldera Labs. Use promo code 1420LAB and get yourself 20% off. And do yourself a favor. Right now, as you're listening to this, the uh, we're 30 some minutes into this, 36 minutes. As soon as the, this, I'm out of your earballs. Make sure you go to your equipment bag. Make sure you fix all your straps that, are, that you know uh, that you've been kind of doctoring around a little bit, making sure that they've been okay till next weekend. Uh, make sure you have all your laces fixed up. Make sure your uniforms are good. Make sure you got those socks you got holes in, you never thrown out. Get rid of all that stuff. Do a little bit of a, a swab of your equipment bag today. All that garbage you have in there that you, you you've been saying I should take care of this. Go and do that right now clean up your bag clean up your equipment don't go to don't go to the field and go son of a gun i should have fixed that i knew i should have fixed that a week ago i just never did i should have listened to brand of the hey blue podcast but make sure you guys go and do that right now fix your equipment clean your bag out get rid of all that stuff you don't need in there you'll thank me later anyways that's the hey blue podcast for this uh june the 19th hope your season's going good it's going to get better. Take some time to listen to other podcasts uh, here at Hey Blue. Take some time to read the rule book. Take some time to repositioning. And remember, one call's good, two calls are bad. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you again next week.